0: (laughs) Hello and welcome to the B-Movie podcast, the podcast where we watch B-movies. You know, those $5 bins, straight to DVD, who are these actors and why did they make this kind of B-movies. Then we hold those films up to the ultimate B-movie, the B-movie with Jerry Seinfeld. This week, we are starting the podcast by reviewing the ultimate B-movie, and I am joined by my uh, first ever co-host and my lovelier wife uh, named Caitlin. Say hi, Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Welcome to the show. I'm very glad to have you.
1: Oh, thanks. Thank you for
0: agreeing to do this with me.
1: You're welcome. Because
0: I love you. And uh, don't forget, we, you know, this is uh, a monumental occasion. So speak loud, speak proud, right?
1: Loud and Proud, yeah.
0: Loud and Proud, so... Name of the game with
1: okay. podcast.
0: So, uh, so, Caitlin and I are going to uh, cover the B-movie. And if you haven't watched the film, I would recommend pausing the podcast, coming back, and, and then listening to it. Because uh, we're going to summarize each film that we watch, and we're going to tell you the entire plot. So, if you don't really want to watch a film, or if you think it's going to be bad... Um, you know, you can just skip the film and we'll give you all of the details you need, but there will be major spoilers. So, um, keep that in mind. If you haven't seen this movie, go back and watch it. But for now, uh, I just, I just have one question. Uh, Caitlin, did uh-huh. you know that according to all known laws of aviation,
1: oh my gosh. there is
0: no way a bee should be able to fly? Its wings are too small to get its little fat body off the ground. <laughs> uh, the bee, of course, flies anyway, because bees don't care what humans think is impossible. Uh, if you're unaware of what that's from that is the first intro to the b movie so iconic it's iconic this film i don't i don't even know where to begin it is so yeah, I, I i can't i can't even describe it we you just can't even
1: put it into words it no. is made well, it has rendered jeremiah speechless that is, is insane it's something. quite a
0: feat if you know me personally uh i like i like to talk i have opinions about a lot of things but the B movie is just so strange because you, you go, it's got a star-studded cast. So it's different from other B films because um, the cast is really great. I mean, it's got Jerry Seinfeld, it's got Renee Zellweger, it's got Patrick Wartburn, it's got, uh, what's the guy, uh, John Goodman. It um, features Larry King. It features Larry King well, as a be cameo. Larry be King. Larry King. But uh, It has Matthew Broderick in it. Oh. The guy who played... Um, uh, the Lion and the Lion King. He's in The Producers. Who does he play in this? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He plays the, the his friend, B.
1: That's okay. That's the wow. one. Wow. Okay.
0: So it's got a star-studded cast, but I it's just like on paper you think, oh, this is going to be a great film. It's going to be a great family film. Everyone's going to love it. But then you watch it and you just wonder, what what happened to this? So it's from the top. Uh, the, the movie features Barry B. Benson who has just, uh, is graduating, was a high school or college? Whatever he's, he says. The, he's the...
1: graduating B school. I, yes. I don't know that they have uh, a concept of quotes... elementary high well, no. school. The I quote don't...
0: was, three days of grade school, three days of high school, three days of college, and one day in the middle to hitchhike around the hive. Wait, so what? He has spent three, six, nine, uh, ten days of his life in school-slash- taking the year off. Um,
1: this guy's been alive for 10 days?
0: For 10 days. And I'm confused because I don't know how long bees live for, but I feel like that's a that's a stretch at saying, like, oh, bees don't live that long, so they only have, you know, nine days of education before they start their bee job. So the movie opens up with Barry B. Benson trying to figure out what he wants to do for the hive. You know, they they, they collect the nectar, they make the honey. That That's what they're in. They're in honey production. And so Barry B. Benson is like uh we're going to have this job for the rest of our life and that's too big of a commitment and if you've ever turned 21 or graduated college you know uh you know how Barry feels because uh i don't know what i want to do for the rest of my I gotta life i
1: got to be honest like watching the beginning of this movie specifically in that in that, that scene where they're in the uh the tram or whatever that bus thing mm-hmm. and taking the tour oh, and yeah. talking about is it, like oh do i got to do this the rest of my life Like, I I felt that. Yeah, I really felt that. It's
0: anxiety. So you you open up the film and you're like, well, of course, Barry, you shouldn't settle for something. So he doesn't. He doesn't choose a job. Everyone else has chosen a job. His parents get mad at him. Say, you got to choose something. And he wants to be a pollen jock. Because the pollen jocks get to go outside the hive. They get to pollinate the flowers, collect the pollen.
1: It's not even so much that he wants to be a pollen jock. It's that he wants freedom.
0: Yeah, and and after all, and that, that's what everyone wants. I mean, so, yeah,
1: that's the most freeing job that there is. Uh, so
0: he and his friend are over there watching the pollen jocks come in. They get dusted with pollen, and they pretend to be a pollen jock to these couple of girls that are watching. And so the real pollen jocks see, and uh, basically kind of—they don't burst his bubble, but they make it real awkward for him and say, Hey, you ready to go out and hit that sunflower patch tomorrow? And Barry, who is— The
1: rose—roses. I they're thought it was a sunflower patch. Get the, they're getting the roses. Well,
0: no, we're gonna get there because the deli has an order of roses. Which, I, how 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 do bees? I, there's so many things, so many questions here. We'll get to these later. But uh, basically, they're going out. They're getting nectar. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna pollinate stuff. They're coming back. Um, so Barry is like, yeah, I'm I'm all man or bee. Uh, and so he says, sure, let's go. So what do they do? They go out in the hive, right? And I guess it's cast what in Central Park. Or or some it's, kind of park it's in New York. some kind
1: of park. I, I don't know that it's Central Park, but, yeah, So they, it's, they go it's, out.
0: Yeah, it's in New York, and Barry is like, holy cow, the world is so huge. And I I don't want to do a job in the hive for the rest of my life because there's this big unexplored world. And so he's out with the pollen jocks, and they're, they're collecting flowers, and they find on their little radar, their heads-up display, Ah, uh, these weird yellow flowers they've never seen before. So they go down, and it turns out they're tennis balls. They're on a tennis court, and this is where Renee Zellweger character and Patrick Wartburn's character um, uh, are playing tennis. And so the bees are like, "Wow, look at these weird flowers!" And Barry climbs on top of one and gets stuck. He's in obsessed
1: the, with the smell of it. Yeah,
0: in the in the and they're grippy. Uh, the the tennis balls kind of grip him in. And so they're playing tennis back and forth, and he's stuck on this tennis ball. And then the tennis ball gets hit out of bounds, and he ends up being bounced into, like, the engine block of a car. And then he cycles through the whole engine without dying. Like, here's what I—just—we're going to talk about this later. But after wow. the tennis ball thing, the engine thing, he ends up in the car with the family who tries to hit him. And then he gets out of the car and he's gonna fly back to the hive i feel like he should have been dead 10 times but i guess he's uh i guess he's resilient and immune to damage i guess i don't know but so he's flying back and it starts to rain and as you all know bees can't fly in the rain so he ends up flying and uh it's like mayday mayday and he flies into the apartment building of you guessed it renee zellweger's character um, and they're in there and they're having company over and Patrick Wartburn's talking about his trifold resume idea which I think is ridiculous uh, and then he closes the window and Barry's stuck inside so uh, they were going to kill him because um, Ken was allergic to bee. that's, that's uh, Patrick Warburton's character uh but instead uh they capture him and they put him out on the windowsill because uh what's her name what's the main character's name oh my gosh not cynthia uh claudette that doesn't sound Claudette. Right. Uh,
1: i'm sorry but where did that come claudette. from
0: i don't know what's what's the the ca- hang on a second okay. we'll, we'll find i should know this this is terrible
1: but um her character she basically makes the argument to ken You know why is his life?
0: Yeah, why is his life any 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 less less
1: valuable than your life? Yeah, and this just kind of, I mean, is a reoccurring theme throughout the movie. Yeah,
0: Ken Ken gets the short end of the stick, uh, over and over and over again. Like it just it it is what it is. It's not um, it's, I sympathize with Ken. Oh my gosh, I really do because he's such a jerk, Jeremiah. He's an average human being who is caught up in a bunch of problems with bees. Uh, Vanessa Bloom.
1: Vanessa. Uh, where you said Claude. Claudette. Oh my god. Uh,
0: Claudette. So okay. anyway, so Vanessa captures him, puts him out on the sill and makes this makes this argument about all life is sacred, all life is valid. Uh, Ken, and Ken I
1: think that I mean I, I think, think
0: that's a great message.
1: It's va- it's valid.
0: But Ken, I mean Ken's deathly allergic to bees. So they put him on the ledge, and uh, Barry can't fly away. One, because it's still raining. And two, because he's so enamored with the fact that Vanessa would save him. And so he does the only logical thing that he possibly could. He goes back inside and introduces himself. Now, Caitlin, what is the number one B-law?
1: Don't talk to humans.
0: Don't talk to humans. I don't know why i feel like there should be other things that should be at the top of the b-law list but it's don't talk to humans because apparently every insect mammal living creature can talk but i guess it's just an animal kingdom rule that you don't talk to humans well barry is like you know what she saved my life she's a good looking gal i need to talk to her so he's like what do i say do i just do I just jump in and say hi I'm Barry you like jazz you know He no, like
1: jazz Of
0: course not but she sees him there sitting on the on the counter and uh, he says hi and what does she do
1: Well she freaks out Well she freaks she out She drops the whatever she was holding and she's uh-huh. like you're a bee your uh, She talking. stabbed
0: herself with a fork because he's like, yeah, this this happens. And she's like, uh-huh, stab, which is very jarring. This well, is a children's movie. Well, it's jarring,
1: but she's trying to wake herself up. She yeah, thinks she, she thinks it's dreaming.
0: a dream or a coma or some kind of um, uh, weird something she ate. But So basically he talks to her and says, like, uh, thank you for saving me. I really appreciate it. You know, I'm going to go back, but I couldn't just let it go. And she's like, well, you want some coffee? So they have coffee on the roof. And he talks about his hive, uh, and then she mentions uh, something about honey, right? And so uh, Barry goes, No, no, he goes back to the hive. Yeah, this is safe later. And sound. This yeah, is yeah. later. I'm he goes sorry.
1: back to the hive, tells his friend, you know, about. Uh, Adam
0: Flaman, played yeah, by Matthew Broderick, meet,
1: meeting this girl, and uh-huh. he's like, "Oh, this is bad news." Yep. And he ends up going back out. I'm well, skipping so, ahead. Well, I'm so meanwhile, he stuff. says, "I
0: don't want, I don't want to have a job." And so his parents are like berating him, like, "You got to get a job, Barry. It's the B way. Think again,
1: B." Again, again, relatable.
0: Again, like, relatable. I, I, get it. I do get it. But then he goes back out again to find uh, Vanessa, and then he learns, as they're in the grocery store talking, he sees aisles of honey. And uh, he sees, you know, natural honey and, and he is
1: just appalled. Other
0: stuff, honey. He, he's appalled, but he's seeing his my... his
1: his family's life's work.
0: Oh yes, for Ray Liotta, select.
1: Yeah, like just being taken advantage of, really.
0: What? Yeah. Yes. He,
1: his his whole life's work, like, well, his family's life's work, because yeah. he's refusing a job right now. But his entire history Uh is being being appropriated in his opinion by human beings
0: yeah and 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 he's right i mean they they uh, the humans are misappropriating uh honey they're stealing it from him and this is the case he makes but let's go back to ray leota uh a select and it's on sale what i (laughs) i don't get there's so many stars and ray leota plays himself and i don't know why ray leota invented in um a business with honey, and he's got a label and everything, and it's on sale. It's 50% off. Maybe
1: he just really likes honey.
0: I don't know. Well, Barry B. Benson is not going to stand for this. So he does the only logical thing uh, that he could possibly think of.
1: He starts an investigation. He
0: investigates of what this deal is about this honey. So he waits uh, in the grocery store, uh, and the stock boy knows. The stock boy is like, something's up. Like, there's a bee, and it can talk. And I'm not going to be scared of it at all, but I'm going to try to end its little bee life. So he sets a trap, and Barry um, confronts him. And they have this epic sword fight with Barry's Stinger and a, uh, a thumbtack. Barry wins. Yeah, it's and, ridiculous. Uh, it, oh, it's great. It is It is Inigo Montoya-level sword fighting. I don't Stinger know about fighting. that. Oh, no, it is. It is. So then he finds out that it comes from the farm, and so he, he, he gets in the truck. He gets on the windshield. He meets a blood-sucking mosquito and some other guys. He ends up going to the farm and finding out yes the bees are covered in smoke their honey is stolen their queen isn't even their real queen it's a queen that they've selected this is a real quote too he said uh your queen what does he say uh your queen is let's see
1: get it together i'm sorry
0: i've got notes here uh that's your queen that's a man and woman's clothes that's a that's a drag queen and so they're like the the beekeepers are super mean. There's a line where it says, oh "They make gosh. the honey, we make the money."
1: Like the beekeepers, the, okay. There are just some scenes in this where I'm like, they're really making out beekeepers to be like evil
0: people. Yeah, if you're a beekeeper listening to this podcast, for one, thank you so much. Make sure that you've subscribed so you get future content in our feed. And two, I do not stand for the way that this movie yes. has vilified your profession.
1: How dare they? It is.
0: It's, it's noble. You, you put on those suits. I'm sure you get stung. You try to be the most humane you possibly can. And this is what you get, this inaccurate representation. We will not stand for it. We won't. So when Barry finds this out, uh, he goes back and tells his parents. And they think it's a crazy, it's craziness. That's not real. These are doctored photos. His <laughs> uncle at one point his, says that's a conspiracy theory. His
1: uncle's like a, a glorified fact checker just sitting over there being like... I don't
0: know that he's a glorified uh, fact checker. He,
1: he, well, he's just like... Oh, that was a conspiracy invented by the communists. Like, yeah. not ri- really, but. Well, his,
0: he... his uncle also says, I dated a cricket once in San Antonio. Man, those crazy legs kept me up all night. Oh, my gosh.
1: So. Yeah, I don't wouldn't trust his word. Yeah.
0: So Barry blows the cover of, of the honey production uh, business. And uh, he decides that he is going to um, sue humanity for the rights to honey. And so there's a courtroom drama that ensues. And the five biggest honey producers all get the same lawyer, played by John Goodman, uh, who is named Mr. Montgomery, who is thick. Uh, oh my gosh! He is—he is big, and uh, he's—it's so funny. John Goodman does a great job in this. But the
1: animation, the yeah. like, very, very much, like—I I don't know how how you would say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a good job of presenting the character in an animated way. I love oh, yeah. it when animation is animated yeah. i don't know if that makes sense well
0: i love it when the animation reflects the actor or actors yeah yeah it, yeah it reflects is,
1: it it captures the it energy captures, it of captures the voice. them yeah yeah, their yeah. Essence. yeah. so it anyways, really did that
0: so so uh barry goes on his his campaign you know for information he goes on uh several shows which is one uh be larry david Which they make this whole fourth wall joke about how the humans have a Larry David, and he's got a colorful background, and he wears the ties too. And he's got text scrolling on the bottom, although you've already read, you just heard the quote uh, said by someone. Larry King. Larry King. What did I say? Larry Larry David. David. Wow. Larry David. Uh, Fun fact, Larry David is the uh, show writer for Seinfeld, Uh, also Curb Your Enthusiasm uh not be larry david be larry king be larry king uh anyways was like
1: wait who's larry
0: david i'm sorry I, <laughs> you know what we're not gonna edit this no editing this is this is real we're raw this man so um so they go ahead and they they start trying to sue um uh humanity meanwhile and they,
1: they do they it. do
0: but but before they do that uh uh I, let, let's talk about let's talk about Vanessa's relationship with Barry.
1: Okay. Uh, Can we not?
0: No, no, no. We have. There to. is
1: no relationship. There is, guys. It's a friendship.
0: It's a sure. It's it's a friendship. There's but no benefit. Let me ask you this: as a married woman, okay? Okay. I I am married to you. We are a married couple. I'm married to you. We we We're said married I do to each other. on purpose for reals. And we did if that. you came home late one day, okay? You worked late, and you you do work late all the time. Yep. And I had made dinner. Uh-huh. And instead of uh, saving you some dinner, or maybe I save you a little bit of dinner, but instead I call one of my gal pals who you really don't like and are suspicious of, and I invite them to have dinner with me because you're, you're working late. If you come home to that situation, what's going to happen?
1: Uh, I have a question okay. before I can answer sure. your question. Is the girl a bee?
0: No, no. But let's say. Let's, if the
1: girl is not a bee.
0: It doesn't matter. J- Jeremiah, it's, he's a listen, man.
1: Listen to me. If the girl is not a bee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be mad. Yeah. If the girl is a bee, I'm going to be confused.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ken was confused too.
1: It's not. I wouldn't. I, I, I would be just like, anyway, why?
0: Well, Ken. Vanessa and Barry have dinner at one point, but, but Ken, he also. Barry ruins yogurt night. And there's a great line where Patrick Wartburn shouts, Why is Yogurt Night so difficult? Uh, and she, because she chooses a bee over Ken. That's the moral of the story there. Anyways, fast forward. The trial comes up. Mr. Montgomery is trying to say how uh, the bees are taken care of. Their honey is, their honey is taken uh, freely. You know, there's really not a problem. All of this is just propaganda. The bees don't even make sense. Yada, yada. Uh, they interview people related to bees. They interviewed what? Sting, mm-hmm. uh, the musician. They interview who else? They, they interviewed someone I, else. I
1: wouldn't call it an, an well, interview. Well, they, not, they they're, were on, trial. They're they on were, trial. They were a witness about, yeah. about
0: the misappropriation of bee culture and bee property. And so uh, this goes on. Mr. Montgomery uh, incites the jury and really makes Adam mad, uh, Barry's friend. And so Mr. Montgomery's doing this on purpose. And so Adam stings him, which, as you know, is uh, mostly fatal to bees. Uh-huh. Uh, if a bee stings someone, their stinger comes out and they die. Like, it's, there's internal organs attached to that. Well, Adam doesn't die, luckily.
1: They saved him.
0: They saved him with a plastic deli uh, sword toothpick.
1: Yeah, it still had a piece of celery on yep. it from the, the
0: but they, they, salad. They yeah. took him to a human hospital. This is what I don't get. They took him to a human hospital and gave him a honey IV. And he uses it like a morphine drip, but like—is it—is it medicine? Is it food? Is it—is it blood? Is are, are, I, there
1: are a lot of um, quandaries in this movie. A lot of yeah. a lot of questions. Yeah. But
0: but so they let's they have, not
1: question that. Let's just keep going. Sure.
0: They have all these witnesses. They have a bear as a witness. They have uh, um, Sting yeah, from they, the police as a witness, and then Ray Liotta of Ray Liotta Honey Select. Is a witness and and it it comes to a head when Barry says this isn't a good fella this is a bad fella uh, and so all this stuff happens the trial goes on and finally uh, you know uh, Ken has enough with Vanessa because she's hanging out with Barry way too much he comes home and he says uh, fine talking bees no yogurt night my nerves are fried from this emotional roller coaster and he leaves and I don't. What exactly is uh, your relationship with that woman? That's asked in the courtroom, and I think he lied. I think Barry B. Benson is under perjury because I think, I think he, I think he likes her in the in the, the, yeah, the B way. Yeah, but just because
1: you like somebody, yeah, doesn't mean that you have a romantic relationship with them. Sure. I definitely feel like, um, you know, if he wasn't a B, yeah. that Vanessa would be um, kind of emotionally uh, cheating on Ken.
0: I no, even as a bee, I think she's emotionally cheating on Ken. Look, this is not a relationship podcast. If you want a relationship uh. podcast, go find <laughs> some other, other podcast. This but it's just astounding. This isn't a script of a children's movie. Anyways, so the courtroom drama comes to a head. Mr. Montgomery gets stung, uh, but then they find the smoking gun, which is actually the smoking—literally,
1: literally—a smoke. The gun. smoke
0: gun that knocks the bees out so that the beekeepers can take their honey by force. So this is this is um, this is used as like substantial evidence, and the judge, who's it's the played, turning point, yeah, in who's the entire played case. by Oprah. Do you know the judge is killed yeah. by Oprah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, declares that bees are, they have the rights to their bee property, their bee intellectual property, their bee honey, all of it. You can't wear black and yellow. They
1: uh, prove their Sting, sentience. You can't appropriate their culture. Right? You can't use. Sting
0: gets arrested for being called Sting.
1: Yeah, because he's yeah. appropriated their culture.
0: So then uh, humanity returns all the honey to the bees. Now, since the bees already have all this honey, they don't have to produce honey. So this is where the ecological message really comes in. Because if bees aren't producing honey, they're not pollinating crops. They're not pollinating flowers. See,
1: I have a theory about, like, one central theme of this movie. What's that? But, well, we'll get to that later. Okay, sure. We'll, we'll finish the summary of this, then we'll Oh, get to and that. if
0: you're listening to this, and I think we've said we'll get to that later about 17 times... Uh, if you're like me, you're listening and going, gosh, I hope they come back to that. If we do not come back to that, shame on us. Uh, right into the show. How dare uh, we? At the bmoviepodcast at gmail.com. I'm
1: offended on behalf of them.
0: Yes. Well, we've I to
1: am going to come back to this, though.
0: We will. Okay. The point, the point will still stand later. So we come to the point where pollination's not happening, so everything is dying. Vanessa's flower shop has to shut down. Because the bees aren't doing their job. And she's going to go to uh, the Parade of Roses or the War of Roses or something of roses. Parade
1: parade of...
0: It was called the Tournament of Roses. The Tournament of of Roses. Roses. And they they make this joke like three times where the bees are like, huh, roses can't do athletic things. So I don't know what that's about. But she goes to this thing in Pasadena, California. And Barry is like, by George, you're right. Like, we've got to pollinate stuff. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to go and steal one of the floats... Of this parade, bring it I back think, to New York.
1: I think you skipped over a part. What where, part? like, everything is dying. Yeah,
0: I said everything's oh, dying. Yeah, pollination's okay. not happening. Things are dying.
1: Well, like, also, she has to literally explain this to him, because they're all just in their little bee world, mm-hmm. enjoying all the honey they got back oh, yeah. from the human And they're not beings. doing anything.
0: They're laying out of the pool.
1: But she has to explain to him that, like, literally, it's not just the flowers. It's vegetation. Uh-huh. It's... You know,
0: which affects the animals, which, which then affects, affects the humans, which then extincts the world. Bees yes. are so important, which I think is a great ecological mess. Save the message. bees,
1: save the bees.
0: But so their plan for saving hum- humanity and bee manity and all everything else is to steal one of these floats, take it to the airport, some
1: of the last existing flowers, last on existing earth.
0: flowers on earth. They're cut and not in water, which Vanessa points out. This is it's very dire that they get to New York, which is under an electrical storm. So, uh, the captains, they, I don't, just look, this had to be pre-9-11, okay? The, the movie was shot in, what, 2009, 2008, uh, 2004, 2? I two? thought we
1: said it came out in 2007.
0: Maybe. But, regardless, it, post-9-11 is produced, but I think the story has to take place pre-9-11 because Barry sneaks into the cockpit because the captains are saying, we're not going to land in New York. Time
1: out. Jeremiah. What? He's a B. I bee. I know. He You're was either. sitting
0: in a seat. This bee bought a ticket.
1: Okay. But he is a passenger. It doesn't take a lot for a bee to sneak into a cockpit. Okay. So
0: may, maybe not. Maybe not. But he sneaks into the cockpit and then knocks out both the pilot and the co pilot. Okay. Because they see a bee talking and they're like, oh my gosh, it's a bee. He, and and
1: they, he's not like punching them in the face. No, like no, no. They, like it's, they're it's like accidental. running around and sure, he's they not. set off what, what that. Uh, boat, that emergency boat, and it hits them both, and then they hit hit the walls, and it's a mess. So
0: then Barry B. Benson is like, "Uh, Vanessa, uh, could the passenger named Vanessa please come to the cockpit right now? Uh, And so she comes to the cockpit, and you'd think that there would be other staff on hand who, if they heard a strange person's voice on the airplane, they would not... Yeah. They would say something. Somebody
1: would say something. Anyway, but no one it, said anything.
0: Yeah, no one said anything. So Vanessa comes to the, the front and says, I can't fly a plane. We've got to land in New York. And he goes, we've got to land in New York. It's our only chance. And we've got to go through this electrical storm. And he makes the sudden realization that an airplane, did you know this, Caitlin, is just a big metal bee?
1: I mean, can't argue with that logic. You
0: can. I. We can and we will. <laughs> we absolutely will. Uh, okay. Uh, this baffles me so they what was that so they um they they land the plane they're flying the plane but then they get hit with an electrical surge it knocks out the autopilot turns out the autopilot was on so vanessa can't fly a plane and then all of the bees see it on tv and they're like we got to go help barry so thousands of bees millions of bees
1: like this is more than just his hive. oh yeah this it is had like to be.
0: all of the bees all of the bees
1: in, existence. in the world. Because they cover the uh-huh. the runway. They cover yep, they the cover bottom the of that plane. Which, the, square, the square feet, I don't, know. I don't know. Like It had to have been Look, tons and tons and tons of bees. We're
0: neglecting the fact that bees could not fly as fast as a turbo jet. Like a jumbo Oh, no, a they jumbo can. According,
1: no, no, no. according to this movie's logic. The laws logic, of aerodynamics. No, according to this movie's logic, they, you, they, they totally can. Sure.
0: Out. So they, they cover the bottom of the plane, and they're all thinking bee. Thinking B, think B, think B, think B. You know, they say we get behind a fellow, black and yellow, Hello. Uh, there's also a random shade at John Travolta line where Wait, they what? say,, you don't remember that. Vanessa says I can't fly the plane and he goes John Travolta's a pilot and she goes yeah and he goes well then so can you
1: Oh my gosh <laughs> I don't know why
0: I would be curious to know what Jerry Seinfeld's beef with Travolta would be but
1: I don't think it's a beef as much as he's just I don't know josh and
0: So uh, more the end, end of the movie uh, the bees safely land They make a big flower on the runway and they lift the plane into the flower and lay it down just like a bee would pollinate a flower The end. The flowers are there. They pollinate everything. The world is safe. The world is safe. Bees go back to making honey because they realize it's important. And maybe we've learned a little about ourselves in between. And then he opens up, uh, he goes into partnership with Vanessa at the flower shop, also giving legal advice to animals. Ken walks by at the end of the film and shouts, that bee is living my life. Fade to black. This is this is the B movie, okay? Wait, so, fade
1: to black. Like he it, it ended with him flying doing being with the pollen jocks. No, yeah, I understand, but like, like, I, I like it should have it should have faded to black oh, with uh, with Ken
0: shouting. So this is the B movie, okay? Um, that's the whole story of the B movie. Now, I we've summarized the film poorly, some might say, but we've summarized it nonetheless. We see how he goes from being a I guess 20-something well, he's really a nine-day-old or a ten-day-old bee, but in his mid-20s or whatever, whatever the age human years ratio yeah. is, there uh, doesn't want to find a job. He goes from not knowing what he wants to do to suing humanity to understanding the purpose of a bee, uh, and that's the film. and And it has a great environmental message, uh, and apparently, children love it. There was some kid. Did you hear about this? There was some. There was a a, a Netflix account that had watched the Bee movie. Something like. Thousands of times. And Netflix saw this in their data and decided to track down the the user who was watching this end over end over end what? because they were worried about them. They're like, are you okay? Like, do you need help? Turns out it was a mom and her son or daughter, little tiny, little t- like a baby, like a toddler, somewhere in England or the United Kingdom, who the child would just be, be upset and, and, and whatever, uh, and throw fits and whatnot. And the B movie was the only thing that calmed it down. They loved it so much. They would just constantly click replay, 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 replay. And so, uh, yeah, but that's, that's the B movie. Okay. So we've summarized the film, um, and now I want to talk about the buzz. So, Caitlin, why don't you start us off? What What is your take on this film? What parts stick out to you? What makes this the greatest B movie of all time? Besides being about bees, we're talking like B B list bad movies, so bad it's good kind of movies. What's wh- What's your take? What's the buzz? Give, oh give me the buzz. gosh.
1: Um. Well, I mean, are we are we going to go into like the the substance of, of like what this movie? is really about, or or do you want me to just tell you my reaction, whether well, I, I liked it or all not?
0: All of it. All of it. Reactions, everything. We're going to grade it here in a minute, but let's let uh, just get your hot take. Give me the buzz.
1: I mean, really watch it, because before, when I watched it, I wasn't watching it looking for anything, but this time, what stood out to me was, and I, I believe this is the major theme of the entire movie, and I could be wrong, I don't know. Seinfeld's, you know, intention for it, but I believe it's about freedom and responsibility. Hmm. And not just about how bees impact, you know, the planet, but how we impact the planet and mm-hmm. in one, you know, one small uh, mistake or you know, not a mistake, one yeah. small action like can lead can, Yeah, can lead to, yeah. to big things happening. So in the movie you know, he was obsessed with freedom, and so he finally had that freedom, and...
0: Went out on his own. Went out on his own, and, and, decided and decided
1: not to follow the rules, and to talk to Vanessa, yeah. which then had the chain reaction of everything else. Yeah, can we also say Nothing would have happened if he wouldn't have talked to humans.
0: There were no repercussions for talking to humans. It's never once mentioned. Adam mentioned, you broke B-law. Full stop. There's no consequences.
1: Yeah, the queen isn't coming out and being like... Barry, like you're going to jail.
0: Yeah, they didn't put him to death. Like everyone rallied behind him and sued humanity. Like there
1: was, there was no, literally no consequences, like you no, said. There was and nothing. I never thought about that yeah. until literally just now. Right. But I, th- that's why I think that this movie is about freedom and responsibility. Okay, how we choose to use our freedom. Mm-hmm. Um. Responsibly, yeah. I guess.
0: Well, sure, yeah. And and I think that's a great message. I think this movie... Let, let me tell you why it's not the greatest film on Earth, okay? Uh, oh, geez. It might be the second greatest film. The second greatest No, it's not the second greatest film on Earth. Uh, but here's why. This this is a, a B movie because... I feel like it's shoehorned way too many messages in there. Like, you have a lot of different messages about relationships. I mean, you I guess You have a lot if, of messages about work.
1: Yeah, it was kind humanity, of About humanity,
0: about environmentalism. It, it's kind of sloppy.
1: Halfway through the... Not halfway through, but, like, you're getting halfway through and you're thinking, like, okay, is this about, like, animals having rights? Right. And then the, the last bit of the movie is all about the environment. Right. And I... When I watched it the first time I was I was a kid when I watched it mm-hmm. but I was thinking, "Oh, that that's the moral yeah, of the movie." save the bees. Save the bees. That's why bees it's so are good important. for the planet. That was Seinfeld's intention.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We got to save the bees. Sure. But now I'm watching it and I'm like, "Oh, it's it's about, you know, angst going into your young adult years." Oh no, it's about, you know,
0: It's a little about. It's a, it's staying a,
1: in your lane and Yeah.
0: It's about everything.
1: Classism and... Really? Animal rights. It's like
0: if Seinfeld were a bee. Almost. Almost. Like, you get a little of everything. And all these jokes, they have so many jokes. Let me just read you a few jokes jokes. that are great. Uh, You need to watch this because you can watch it over and over again and notice notice, things. Yeah, yeah. You've never noticed before. And we're going to come back because this puppy is so awesome. Like, this... (laughs) We're going to... I'm going to end with why it's the best bee movie ever. But here's some jokes. Um... Uh, Barry flies down the stairs, and his mom says, Barry, take the stairs. Your father paid good money for them. Don't understand that. Uh, at one point, Adam goes, Barry, why would you question anything? We're bees. <laughs> they drive. Why do bees drive? They
1: explain that, though. They're conserving energy. Sure,
0: sure. Let's let's go from there. Um, what, what are some other ones? Uh, how should I start it? You like jazz? Uh, bees drink coffee, apparently. Who knew? um oh uh adam says how'd you get back to the hive and he goes poodle. That's, <laughs> poodle that's a poodle poodle um 75 pages is about our limit someone uh the stock boy hits him with a roll a rolled up something and uh he goes oh that felt about uh, 10 pages there and she goes well you really know your stuff he goes yeah 75 is about our limit i lost a cousin to italian vogue don't understand that one <laughs> um, it's because of all the
1: ads the drag they s- queen explain thing, that joke I later guess. too
0: i don't know uh, there's B. Larry King, um, Larry King, not Larry David, um, Ken constantly has stuff over, uh, yeah, it's just, it, there's all these jokes. At one point, this is the one I don't, I don't get. At one point, they're in the courtroom, and, uh, let's see, where does he go? Okay, uh, uh and Barry B. Benson gets real heated, and he goes, we are just merely working as honey slaves to the white man and he points over at the the five people you remember this and there's the lawyer two others and a black guy and the black guy picks up his chair and scoots over
1: he doesn't want to be associated
0: and i i is he a part of is he a part of the uh, um
1: he's one of them he's, he's one of the one of he's the one owners. of the yeah of
0: the honey corporation but it's uh, is it about racism I, I don't i don't get it what's this what's the point of this i don't know I so, thought that was a funny joke. <laughs> I mean, like, no, it's got tons of funny jokes, but it's it's kind of a mess as a film. But uh, I, I mean, I think it's pretty good. Do you have anything else to say about your buzz? I've got a couple other thoughts, but
1: I, I agree with you on the fact that like, there are so many possible lessons mm-hmm. that it's it's hard to. Discern like one solid thing. The reason I'm saying I think it's about freedom and responsibility is because like that that is just constant throughout. Sure, it it begins with that because he has the struggle with not feeling that freedom, Mm -hmm. and then you know the end where he resolves that you know yeah we have to be responsible with that freedom that we have.
0: I think that's a I think that's a, a valuable insight. Um. I just don't it's, think but, it's but but if <laughs> I
1: hadn't really thought about it, uh-huh. if if I was just watching this movie to enjoy it, sure, it would. I mean, it's a B movie. Oh, it's, it's a, a mess. B movie. It's a B movie. But after I, I have an appreciation for it mm-hmm. because I had to really think about it.
0: I have an appreciation for it because being an A list stacked celebrity cast, it it flops. It just does not land. It, it lands on its ankle, and then falls over. Like it does not stick the landing. But Something it's so bad. A, it's good. It's so bad. It's good. And you will laugh at it. You will. You will just burst out. You'll. You'll be asking questions left and right. I think right. they
1: did that intentionally. Maybe. I. I think that it's, there it, are maybe. some. Maybe. Oh shush. Uh, you. You've said being and like things that I've wanted to point it out and I haven't. Maybe. But I. I. I think that you know Jerry Seinfeld is a smart guy. I don't I think, think he is. I don't think that he would put it out there if he wasn't proud of it.
0: Well, he didn't write it though. I mean, he he's the main character in it, I think he may, might have helped produce it, but he didn't write the script like uh, but again, he probably I, threw I don't some think, jokes in there. I don't
1: think he would it It's I his don't know. flavor of thing I don't it think is it's, very, it's it. very
0: much if you like Seinfeld uh, as a show then you'll probably like the humor in the B movie. Oh yeah even if not like as an adult watching it, I noticed stuff I didn't notice as kids as a kid watching it you're gonna love the animation and the color. Uh, you're gonna love some of the other jokes that they have. It's a funny movie. So overall um, I, where would you put this on if we're gonna grade it okay, okay because here's
1: it's, explain the grading yeah here's Megan. the
0: grading scale okay? When we're talking about B movies, there's three grades they can get. A B plus, which means this movie is so bad it's phenomenal. It's good, okay? A B, which is, you know, I watched this, I probably wouldn't watch it again, but, you know, it wasn't a complete waste of time. And then a B minus or a BM, uh, which means this thing is so bad I had to stop myself from gouging my eyes out with a dull spoon. Uh, you cannot ever get that time of your life back. You'll never watch a second of it again. It's awful. So on the B plus, B, or B minus scale, where does the B movie land?
1: I've watched it more than once, and I've enjoyed it every time. It's a B plus for me. A B
0: plus. It's a B plus for Caitlin. Uh, I, too, am going to give it a B plus because I think it's so multifaceted and layered that it's a well you can constantly come back to, and we will oh, we will come back to this That's well over and over and over. whole point over. of this whole The whole thing. point of the podcast. It's, yeah. It's why I would here. not have founded a podcast uh, using the B-movie if I didn't think it was an absolute B-plus, out-of-the-park B-movie, okay? So, Caitlin, let, let me ask you this, though. Okay. If we're reasoning through, why is the B-movie? Because the whole point of this podcast is to watch bad films, right, and then hold them up to the B-movie and see, is it better or worse than the B-movie, right? Does it actually... Uh, rise to the occasion or does it fall flatter than flat? So why do you think the B movie is the perfect B movie?
1: Because it does have a point. I think it has, like we said before, it may have too many lessons in there if you're mm-hmm. only casually watching it and you're trying to figure out what what is this movie really about. But at least there's a lesson. with some B movies, it's like what have we learned? What's mm-hmm. the point? What why is this a story? Every story has a moral or every story has a, a, a reason for being. Oh, yeah. And some B movies just don't you you, yeah. just, you you you're confused at the end. Sure. You're wondering, you know, wh- how am I supposed to feel? Mm-hmm. You're trying you, you to You go block away it out of your and memory. you're in in some of these B movies you go away wondering well, what do I do with this information? Right. Where do I store this in my brain?
0: How are these people allowed to make films? Yeah, you know, you come across them and go, "This is awful."
1: Why was was this intentionally mm-hmm. meant to be was a it waste of to time? Be, like,
0: yeah, campy, or was it a, a, an actual effort at a film?
1: Yeah, because some mm-hmm. B movies, like you know, you explained in the grading system before, uh-huh. they're so bad that they're good. Yeah, and some of them are just are. Sure. It's like you there was effort there and yeah. maybe it is so bad it's good but maybe it's just not your kind yeah. kind of thing not your yeah
0: tea, not you your know? jazz if you will okay do you like jazz i no we You know can't, I can't do. start that way you know i do jazz oh jazz we're not going to talk about jazz this is a film podcast <laughs> uh not a relationship or jazz oriented podcast if you liked it to be i'm sorry uh yeah go
1: somewhere else i don't know bye i'm not
0: going to recommend another podcast either cuz it's that That'd be a disservice to uh, our podcast. So, let me, uh, Caitlin, ask me why I think the B-movie is a perfect uh, perfect grading scale system. The perfect thing to hold up all other B-movies to.
1: Yeah, why, Jeremiah?
0: Okay. Did you know that the B-movie with Jerry Seinfeld, Renee Zellweger, Matthew Broderick, Patrick Wartburn, uh-huh. John Goodman, uh-huh. Oprah, and a whole slew of others has a perfect... 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. This means that half of all the critics on Rotten Tomatoes said, this is bad. Ah. And half have said, this is great.
1: Is it really a perfect, perfect uh, honest
0: to goodness. As of November 28th, 2019, it has a perfect 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now wow. it has an audience score of 53%, which a-, a lot of people will go by audience score because it's not always about what the critics think, you know, uh, The critics may say this is bad and the audience score might be really good, like a 90% when when the uh, critics say it's like a 20%. But the B movie is so perfectly level that it's polarizing. People will be like, I don't like this. I think it's great. I don't know what to do with it. I mean, it's just, you got people at both ends, okay? But not only that, this is a movie for everyone, young, old, in between, everything. And it also is a movie that has everything. Caitlin ask give me a genre of film. Film genre. Horror. Horror. Okay. Well, What's something scary, fear, right? How many times does Barry almost die?
1: Oh so many. Times. Oh, so many
0: times. At least six. Okay. I mean, and you That's could argue terrifying. from
1: Kin's perspective, sure. how right? horrifying it is, or even from Vanessa's, how horrifying it is that an animal yeah. is talking.
0: Someone got stabbed. Yeah. Okay. There's elements of horror. Uh, yeah. Give me another film genre. Uh, romance. Romance. Uh, we, you bet your sweet bippy, we've got romance. I
1: mean, people are shipping them hard. Yeah. And, and I he's think, a bee.
0: I think there's uh, you know, what what we might call B uh bestiality. Maybe. Okay. I, no, so, I'm not saying no. it. They're, they're just friends. It never happens on screen, but it does have an element of romance because he's trying to find someone he loves. She's in a relationship with Ken that doesn't work out. I mean, there's all sorts of factors of romance here. Okay, what, what are some what are some other categories? Oops, sorry. Oh god. What are some other categories of film?
1: Adventure.
0: Adventure. Uh, at uh, going out for the first time, seeing the world, exploring as to what's outside the the. Uh, um, boundaries of existence. Like, absolutely. What's another one?
1: Oh, gosh. I don't know. Um, maybe like. I can't think of any others.
0: Okay. If you want action, it's got action. Okay. The SWAT team takes out the honey manufacturers. Okay. If you want um, comedy, there's jokes aplenty. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. The... Of course it's a comedy. A- absolute, I was I an wasn't Absolutely thinking that a comedy. Okay. Uh, what about a coming of age film? A light hearted oh, yeah. coming of age film? Absolutely. Okay. The B movie is the quintessential mixing of all film genres. Okay? I, at least I think. Maybe I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, you know what? Write us at the, the B movie podcast and, at know, gmail.com. You could,
1: you could argue um, fantasy.
0: You could argue fantasy because it's not really happening in reality. Bees can't talk, animals can't talk. Okay. That it has we a, know of too It has Ryan. a wonderful environmental message. Right? Do you want an environmental documentary about what happens if bees I mean, don't produce I, honey?
1: I, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say that this is anywhere close to a documentary.
0: I think it has science. It's based in scientific fact that if bees just I went guess. extinct, we'd be in trouble.
1: But I don't think environmentalism is a genre of film the documentary Maybe. is i okay sure
0: i think we could we could classify this as documentary well, Maybe i get
1: your point though it, it it's is, got everything okay it has got everything
0: it's got a perfect 50 percent on rotten tomatoes which it, it just it blows my mind that it's perfect 50 percent and it's got a little bit of everything for everyone so i think the b movie is the perfect the perfect movie
1: you're getting worked up i about am this, i'm sweating ma'am? He is, this is a passionate man. I am. I'm very passionate. You're very passionate about film, about about
0: Seinfeld, about these antenna. You can't see this, listeners, but we are both donning uh, B antenna headbands.
1: Had to get in the mood for this. Yes,
0: we record every episode in B antenna headbands. And if you're ever a a co-host, a guest star, a co-host, you will wear one of these headbands. He will force you. I will. You cannot record until the headband is on. Uh, so, okay. Any other thoughts on the B-movie? We, we've talked about uh, this. You know, we've introduced uh, the movie. We've talked about, you know, its summary. I'm sure we missed out on some of the finer details. But, you know, we gave our opinion on it. We graded it. And we talked about why it's the perfect thing for rating other films. Any, What are your last thoughts? You, like one sentence about the B-movie.
1: Oh, gosh. You're going to give me one sentence? One
0: sentence. Do it. The
1: B movie is iconic. Iconic, and for at least my generation, and I'm sure maybe the generation, you know, ahead of us, Mm -hmm. that you know was a little older and could understand the joke. Oh, it'll stand the test of time. I mean, it. It's.
0: I think defining it's defining.
1: I'm sorry. That's okay. It's comparable in my mind to shrek
0: to shrek and
1: maybe maybe i'm going too far in saying that um
0: shrek was a masterpiece also uh done by dreamworks who did the b movie
1: right and i'm sure that that's part of why it it's reminiscent of maybe. me and it gives me the same like feelings but i i'm thinking like in terms of just in yeah. define and defining like parts of you know Cinema history and how it relates to your growing up, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a it's an important
0: movie. All right, so here here's my lasting thought about the B movie. If you are looking to branch out of the hive, right? Oh God! If you're looking to branch out of the hive, and find a sweet uh, well of glorious cinematic nectar, uh, you will be satisfied with the B movie. Like it is, it is. I can't explain. It's like the Mount Rushmore of B movies. I think the Mount. Rushmore. Yes, if I if I were to have uh, a the rights to make Mount Rushmore, you know who I'd put up there? Lincoln.
1: Okay. Probably Washington.
0: <laughs> See, this is the part of the podcast where you realize that I don't know all four people on the uh, on Mount Rushmore. Teddy Roosevelt's up there, right? Lincoln, Washington, I Roosevelt, to
1: figure this out.
0: Roosevelt, and Jefferson, right? Are those the four? Um. If you know who the four people <laughs> on Mount Rushmore are, uh, uh, write in to the B-Movie podcast at gmail.com. Uh, anyways, if I was making Mount Rushmore of B-Movies, I would put up uh, at least two of uh, Barry B. Benson, uh, and then Vanessa Bloom, and Ken. Yeah. That would be my uh, be Mount Rushmore. Really? Yeah, because I think I I feel that strongly about this film, and I know at this point you're like, look, buddy, I you know what? I'm not I'm not getting that vibe. I don't understand why you're so dedicated. Look, just watch it for yourself. Think about all the things we've said and understand that you know what? This is this is part of the journey. This is the vehicle that we are in for all the movies that are going to come after this okay so that's that's my ending thought that's my ending thought about the b movie
1: also you know if you're if you're listening and you don't like the b movie that's fine
0: that's fine you're in the 50 percent of rotten tomatoes who doesn't
1: there is not a wrong opinion i think about this movie yeah
0: you can dislike it because it's a b movie
1: like i i think i like it a lot Mostly because of my history yeah. with it, like I think if if I was an adult and had never seen it, just decided to watch it once, I may I may be very confused and just not oh, yeah. like it, uh, or I may be on the complete opposite end of the spectrum and see all the jokes and really mm-hmm. enjoy it. Right for for the weirdness that it is. Yeah,
0: I'm never watching this alone. Um, I feel like that I that would never happen. I also yeah. feel like it's a great movie to watch with your friends. Or it could be used as torture in Guantanamo Bay. I mean, there's just <laughs> there's there's you know there's oh options God. here, right? Anything it look, anything you played on repeat forever and ever, like day and night, twenty four seven, you'd go crazy. It doesn't. It could be Beethoven. Ex- all right. I
1: mean, I I hope that mom's okay that you're talking about. It I right think here. she is.
0: Yeah. Uh, that she's playing it. If for you are time. listening, mom of that child uh, that Netflix checked in on. If you are listening to the B Movie Podcast. Call me up uh, right into the B movie podcast at gmail.com. I want to have a guest spot with you. I want to interview you. I want to know about your life and how the B movie has made it better. Right. Better? So yeah, or worse, whatever, how it's affected you. But, uh, yeah, but,
1: I, uh, her life better or her son's life.
0: I don't, which any lives, all the lives better. So, the, that, the, the B movie, okay? Uh, if you would like to uh, express your opinions, you can do so in uh, a few multiple ways. I've mentioned countless times you can write in to the thebmoviepodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at Pod. You can follow our Facebook page, the B movie podcast. All of these are the letter B, by the way. Uh, the B movie podcast, not the animal, but the letter B. So, uh, at the B movie podcast uh at gmail.com uh at the B movie pod uh again the letter B uh or you can follow our Facebook page the B movie podcast look for the logo um or on Instagram at the B movie podcast so you can follow us uh you can also find us on Apple Podcasts and Podbean uh we're looking to get into Spotify and other areas uh but be sure to, to be sure to subscribe for future content so we can drop us You can drop us into your feeds and uh, be be up to date on all the buzz and the bad films uh, that are surely to come. Uh, Once again, thank you for listening to the B Movie Podcast, the podcast where we watch bad films and ask the question that nobody wanted us to answer: Is this better or worse than the B Movie? Caitlin, thank you so much for being on.
1: Thank you for for this first
0: episode, and Um, we will uh, we will see you soon. Please join us next episode where we introduce some red and green for the holiday season by watching the 1993 film Mario Brothers.
1: Yeah, and uh, for all those listening, uh, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh, You know, happy whatever you're celebrating. Whatever you're celebrating. And uh, we'll see you around. Okay,
0: yes. Thanks. Bye-bye. bye bye